Welcome back to the Call in Our Shop podcast. I'm Austin. I'm joined by Logan. We're here to talk about uh, what we normally do. All of your single, ever-changing sports events, we're going to cover it all in this episode. It's the weekly podcast every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. We appreciate you guys for listening. If you want to go down below and download the podcast so you don't have to be watching the video on YouTube, we appreciate that as well. But, Logan, first off, how are you doing? We got a lot to cover today. I mean, we have a lot on our list. Deshaun Watson was traded, Devontae Adams, Freddie Freeman. We're going to break down the whole AL. It's a lot to go down, but first off, how are you doing? Well, I'm doing great. And, you know, it's pretty much been the theme of each week, even though we're in the offseason of the NFL and maybe the kind of like the low of the NBA and, and baseball not even starting up. We have so many topics to cover. And that's probably, you know, I every week I look forward to it because I'm always like, look how much news went down in just one week since our last recording. I'm I'm really excited. How are you doing, buddy? Yeah, amen to that. I mean, it's kind of crazy how many, I mean, the really NBA and I guess hockey, which we don't follow hockey a whole lot. Those are like the only two sports in season, but yet we're half the whole podcast. We're not really talking about either of those two sports. So <laughs> it's kind of ironic, but we're still going to yeah. be talking about everything that we can go, can talk about. There's a ton of different things happening each and every day. And there might even be something that happens after this podcast goes live that we aren't even going to cover because we're recording this at 7 p.m. Eastern time on Tuesday, but it will go live on Wednesday. But again, we have to say we appreciate all the people out there that are supporting the channel. Um, we can't do it without you guys. Shout out to all our COS All-Stars, the real MVPs of the channel. We can't do it without all of you. So thank you guys again for supporting the channel. If you want to support us, click the join button on the channel or the link in the description. Also, if you guys can click that like button, click that subscribe button too. Thank you guys again. We're closing in on 29,000 subscribers, but it's good Wait, to be alive. It's good to be alive. I'm recording this. How many? How close are we to like 30,000? Let's just say oh, a big milestone. About 15. We're less than 1,500 away. So, I mean, we can oh, hit that wow. in a day. You know, who says no, you know? But uh, <laughs> either way, we got a lot to go down. We have the MLB season starting in two weeks from tomorrow. So that's mm -hmm. exciting. And uh, as of, I'll be doing a little bit of recon, a little bit of research. I'm going to the Orioles Red Sox game on Thursday. Ooh. So I'm going to be looking at that. Doing a little, getting a little, I'll get out my binoculars. I'll have my radar gun. I'll be all set up, so we'll be uh, we'll be really killing it. But we'll talk about MLB in a second. Let's first talk about probably the biggest news of the weekend in the NFL. Deshaun Watson traded the Browns. And you were – we talked about this last week. We didn't really want to talk a whole lot about this uh, trade because um, we, we were like, this trade's probably going to happen by the time we get to next week's podcast. But you were a Panthers fan. You are like, yeah, maybe we'll get him. And then the Panthers were given the boot. <laughs> he got the run CMC shirt on. And then it came down to Falcons or the Saints – and then, nope, <laughs> not so fast. He goes to the Browns, and boy, do I not blame him because of the contract they gave him. I think the first ever fully guaranteed deal, like $230 million. Deshaun Watson could be suspended for he could just He could just retire now. And yeah. I, I, regardless, what was your initial thoughts on this deal? Because I was, I was a little busy, and then I saw the news, and I was like, wow. Yeah, well, first of all, you know, it, it, it really bummed me out that Carolina was out of the running pretty quickly. And then I saw, as you kind of broke it down, the, the two leading contenders were both NFC South opponents. And I'm like, gosh, don't make me have to face Deshaun Watson twice a year. Like, this is going to really suck. But you know what? I'm wearing this Run CMC shirt because, one, Carolina didn't make a boneheaded mistake and give up the rest of their franchise for Deshaun Watson. Christian McCaffrey, you're safe, buddy. You know, come, come back to us next year. And number two, he didn't go to those two teams. Out of nowhere, the Cleveland Browns scooped him up. And you know what? I really like the, the move and the fit, honestly, for Deshaun Watson in Cleveland. Like, if you look at where he was going to maybe end up with the Atlanta Falcons, Atlanta Falcons are in a big limbo period, right? Especially missing Calvin Ridley. 
what what's the direction of that team? It's it's young. It's it's pretty much in a rebuild. And the New Orleans Saints without Sean Payton. I mean, that team's a lot different, and it's more enticing to me if Sean Payton's there. But no, now they now they're riding Jameis Winston. So good luck to them. So you, it really was going to Cleveland, which is pretty much a ready-made team in a division that shouldn't be, you know, unwinnable. I mean, you you've obviously got the the Bengals who had an amazing year, but aren't aren't they due regression? And then you got the the Ravens, the Steelers. I'm counting them out because you got Mr. Trubisky. Um, but but uh, <laughs> Steelers fans are grab the keyboard. <laughs> uh, no, no, I'm just kidding. But no, realistically, this is a great fit for Deshaun Watson. I'm, I'm really excited for him and and uh, hope hope he he puts up good numbers next year. I agree with you. I think you know if you were. To look at it from like a football perspective, I think this is the best fit for him to maybe win a Super Bowl. You are right. I mean, I think it would have went Browns and Saints, I think, are pretty close in terms of like their defense. But I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it's just I, I like him on the Browns a little bit more, although you could make an argument in the Saints and being in the NFC. It's a little bit of a weaker conference, but you never really know. And you kind of made the point. I think they are right at that top of that division. We don't really know what the Ravens will look like. I mean, Lamar Jackson was banged up a lot last year, and they kind of had a letdown year. The Bengals 100% do some regression. We both love the Bengals, love them long term. But, I mean, if you if you were to say they were going to go to back-to-back Super Bowls, you'd kind of sound like a lunatic, I think, even though, you know, they just mm-hmm. made the Super Bowl, but still it was yeah. a very unpredictable run. And obviously the Steelers, I might have to, I might have to, it might have to buy me a Trubisky jersey. I don't know. Oh, well, 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 well. <laughs> Oh, hey, hold, man, off on, I don't know. hold off on that. You'll find him on the clearance rack in a month or two after the season when he's cut. So that's fine. Okay. There's no need for that. But I want to – and the title of the podcast, because we've already kind of thought of it, is are the Browns Super Bowl contenders? And I want to hear your answer. Uh, to me, absolutely. You mentioned – you outlined their defense, right? Their their defense is good enough. They they kept them in a lot of games. And now you 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 get the ultimate upgrade. Look, Deshaun Watson can come in there and he could be rusty. He could he could you know really show some signs of rusty. He could be a little bit of a dis- distraction. But you know what? He ain't Baker Mayfield. He's not he's not the terrible immobile Baker Mayfield. Look, Baker Mayfield was one of those quarterbacks, and yeah, I was I was pretty hard on him last year. You know, I'm, I'm not saying I could do a better job position than Baker Mayfield. Not like let's, let's not. I hate when when people engage in hyperbole like that. But he looks so slow. He was missing throws left and right. He's just not a. He's the quarterback that Cleveland knew couldn't take them to where they needed to get to. So they all they upgrade at the most important position in football. And you know what? He's surrounded by a good offensive line, a, a, a two-headed running back tandem, three heads if you want to count if, all of them. But, I mean, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt are amazing. And then you got it, Amari, Amari Cooper. I mean, this this team is is ready to win now. It's it's as good of a shot as, as you know, even the Bengals from last year, out of nowhere. Yeah, you know, I, I want to disagree with you. I was hoping you'd say no, but I, I really do like this <laughs> roster. I mean, they have a lot of talent on there. And we think about the Rams, and maybe we could talk about Von Miller signing with the Bills. You know, the, all these teams are looking for a closer, a guy that you can get up on a lead, and then you can have them kind of close the game and go ahead and get after the quarterback. Well, it's hard to beat Miles Garrett coming around the edge. I mean, you don't want to see that guy in the fourth quarter with a full head of steam coming your way. My only concern with this team is I would like to see them maybe address some more wide receiver depth. Now, Amari Cooper's great, but we know he's sometimes banged up. He does gut through a lot of games, but you don't want an 80, 70, you know, 70 to 80% of Amari Cooper out there. That's not going to be great. And then I look at their depth chart. Donovan Peoples-Jones did have a good year last year. Got to give him some credit. Uh, Hollywood Higgins is gone. I think he went to a much better, superior franchise. Yeah, Panthers. Carolina Panthers. <laughs> <laughs> but they got Jakeem Grant. 
who's just kind of, you know, that gadgety kind of guy that can just stretch the floor or top off the defense. But we've seen Deshaun Watson do much more with far less kind of weapons. We've seen him kind of succeed with Will Fuller, and that's basically it. And so I really like this team. He's not going to be – when we think about the Deshaun – I mean, we haven't seen Deshaun Watson play football in a year, over a year. But we think about what his his time with the Texans was. He never really had a run game. We never had an offensive line. It was basically hike it and please, please go make a play. And he was doing it time and time again. But finally, with a very good offensive line, one of the best in the league, obviously that three-headed attack at the running back, they're so deep they could afford an injury or so. But still, although we don't want them to get injured, I'm excited for this team. And I'm sure Browns fans were a little bit down probably for a couple weeks with Baker Mayfield's drama and all this hoot and hollering. But (laughs) I'm curious what they do with Baker Mayfield now because if they could trade him for some picks, I, I, I don't. Truthfully, I don't know what you trade Baker for. Like, I don't. I really don't. Like, he still is, you know, the number one overall pick. But after what he's shown, it's like he's definitely, you know, you're getting cents on the dollar of what he was worth maybe yeah. pre last year. But still, I just don't know. Maybe they can use that to get some picks and bolster up the wide receiver core. I'm not really sure. Uh, if I were them, I mean, he's not doing you any good on the bench. I mean, he's he, he's he's too high profile of a backup quarterback. He's too young, like technically. So to me, it's really like ship him off to a team that has a little bit of a quarterback carousel. Hey, you know what? The Carolina Panthers were rumored in the running for Baker Mayfield, and he wanted to go there. And then uh, I saw reports that the Panthers said, "No, just kidding. We don't want you." So, like, so uh, that's that's good news. I I would come on here pretty depressed if we got Baker Mayfield, but maybe go into a, a situation like uh, I don't know the Seahawks, who who have a glaring need at quarterback. You know, maybe you know some of those teams where he can just go and, and compete for that starting job, it's not going to be in Houston or in Houston. I, he's, it's not going to be in, in Cleveland where they just gave up so much to get him and have a guaranteed contract. So hopefully they ship him off for something, something usable. I mean, who knows? Yeah, I, I could see that, uh, you know, that um, Seahawks being a potential. I, I don't know if I would actually see it happening, but I think it has yeah. potential. I mean, I try to look at the other teams. I would have said the Washington Commanders, but then they went and traded for Carson Wentz. And looking at the other teams, like the Detroit Lions aren't going to do it for Jared Goff. The Buccaneers could be an interesting one if they wanted to try to try to have Tom Brady mentor him for a little bit. But like I said, I don't think he wants to be a backup QB. The Falcons obviously just traded for Marcus Mariota, so that's a little interesting. Could you see him on on the Giants? I I don't know. I I can see. Yeah, I mean, you got you got Daniel. The problem, the thing with the Giants is like this is the evaluation year for for Daniel Jones. I mean, like you've you've got I don't know. I could see them bringing in Baker Mayfield because causing the ultimate distraction. Uh, what about it? I mean, a team like what's weird is like, why when they made that trade and, and that transaction was Baker not shipped to the Texans? I, I'm just asking that. Like, I, I I just think they wanted to stick to Davis Mills and let it ride long. Mac I Davis. mean, that's, that's fine. But I think it's, it tells you the ultimate, like, uh, it, I don't know. It's the ultimate chip on your shoulder for Baker Mayfield that usually when a team's making a trade like that, it's like, at least they want maybe a quarterback in return, something, a usable piece, but the, a lot of teams probably don't. It. Yeah. A, a lot of, a lot of teams are like, you know, Baker, you're not a usable piece. So, I mean, it's, he's look, the NFL is good because you usually get if you're if you're as high around pick as he was, you usually do get a second chance. So where is it going to be, and can he capitalize on it? That's yeah, I could see. It's a little bit different from like a Mitchell Trubisky kind of thing. 
um, because he still has obviously I think a year or so, whatever on his deal, Mitch Trubisky was let go and, you know, he was just yeah. a free agent and he could choose his destination, obviously ended up with the bills and then now getting a second chance with the Steelers. But looking at a lot of the teams, I have all the teams pulled up on my right. There's really not a lot of glaring teams that are like, well, this team could use him. Like every team has kind yeah. of addressed their situation besides the Seahawks and the Panthers. Panthers obviously set out. And then you got teams like the Giants, obviously still going to test out Daniel Jones. Like the yeah. Jets, you could say, sure, but they're not going to give up on Zach Wilson after one year. So it's very weird. I'm not sure what to happen with him, but I do know Deshaun Watson's going to need some wide receivers. And boy, it would have been nice if he got this one as Devontae Adams was traded to the <laughs> Las Vegas Raiders, reuniting with this college quarterback, Derek Carr. This was a bomb dropped on a dropped in the NFL media. And I did not expect this at all. I know there was reports that Devontae Adams wanted to not play on whatever contract he had, I think on the franchise tag this season. And we all kind of assumed, well, maybe Devontae Adams will sign a, you know, a new deal. You know, we didn't, no one expected Rogers to sign back and then see his best target get to get let, let out of there. Mm. And then all of a sudden he's gone. And now you got uh, Aaron Rodgers sitting there with Randall Cobb as his wide receiver one and Alan Lazard and all those guys. But Devontae Adams, I'm excited for this one. I'm curious exactly how this pans out for like fantasy football and things like that. Cause now you got obviously Devontae Adams, you got Darren Waller, and then the goat Hunter Renfro. But I'm excited for it because we saw Devontae Adams really become, you know, a great prospect because of Derek Carr at Fresno State. Like those guys had great connections. And it was cool to see, you know, I've there's been some leaked and not leaked, but people going back to look at interviews of of Devontae Adams hanging out with Derek Carr and talking about him like a couple years back. And they obviously have a great mm -hmm. friendship. And he even talked about him being one of his better friends. So I think that's gonna be a seamless fit. I'm excited for the Raiders, excited for Josh McDaniels to get his kind of I mean, we know we know this Raiders offense was kind of sporadic last year, but with Josh McDaniels, a great offensive coordinator now as their head coach, this team, I mean, we're gonna we're gonna rank the AL West in a second. But first, I want to hear your thoughts on this trade. Uh, you had a Freudian slip. You said AL West, AFC West, no. but yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm so I, I'm just so excited for baseball, man. I just he's, can't. He's got baseball in his mind. It's too close. I, I I I love it. But no, yeah, this was this was one of those uh, this was one of those like bombshells, right? Right, like. It, it was so weird for me, and 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 I didn't really understand it, how you bring him back Aaron Rodgers, and we talked about, you know, chips to the table, you know, as the Rams did, and, you know, kind of like just let it ride. And then you ship off his favorite target uh, and and somebody who he has undeniably, undeniable chemistry with, right? Yeah, it's going to be really interesting. Yeah, I know. He And really, Devontae Adams is one of the best receivers in the league because – of his chemistry with, with a great, you know, quarterback. So it's going to be interesting. You know, there's two storylines to follow here. One can Aaron Rodgers kind of, he, th this is really going to test Aaron Rodgers because if he can somehow with the, with the Alan Lazard and the Marquez, Marquez Valdez Scantlings of the world, if he can bring that team to another NFC championship, you know, with, with this sort of adversity, I mean, he'll, he'll get his respect. And then second one is can Derek Carr, you know, be elite, right? Like can 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 you just drop in Devontae Adams and he have the same type of chemistry as he had with Aaron Rodgers? I'm really curious to see that because what's the identity of this of, of this Las Vegas team? Is it just gonna be aerosol? I I mean, probably, right? You know, Josh Jacobs can't seem to stay healthy most of the time. So it's like you're, they're not definitely or not a run first team, but at the same time, do you want Derek Carr as your quarterback, you know, dropping back? 40 times a game. I don't really want that. So it's, it's, it's going to be an interesting, you know, fit that that's 
kind of what 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 my thoughts initially were. Yeah, I, I can get where you're coming from because this is. I mean, I think if we were to see Devonte Adams get traded that as a fantasy asset or as like a NFL talent, this is a really good fit given it's as you know his old college quarterback. But it is going to be different because I don't know if I necessarily want Derek Carr dropping back you know forty plus times a game just like the yeah. other three teams in his division will be doing pretty often, except for the Broncos. They probably won't do much drop back, but still, I, I, you know, I'm excited for him. I don't want to be, you know, overly optimistic, like saying this team's, this team's going to be so good, win 12 games. I don't know about that, but they're going to be one of the fun, more fun teams to watch. And this whole division is going Absolutely. to be fun to watch, but I'm excited to see Devonte Adams kind of in a change of scenery. It's going to take a little getting used to. Um, it's just because yeah. of all, you know, we've always seen him in, in the green Bay colors and the uniform, but Hey, it's going to be fun to see. This is what's fun about the NFL. You can always see players like this kind of moving around. And normally you don't see wide receiver ones, the best of their position, move too often. So this is no. this is a very unusual scene in the NFL. And you're right. It's going to take a lot from Aaron Rodgers to, to kind of corral the group. But I have a feeling that's not going to be the wide receiving group he's going to trot into the season with. I imagine they try to get some other veterans and maybe some guys in the draft. But still, Aaron Rodgers, you got your, cut, you got your work cut out for you because there goes – 15 to 20 touchdowns that you relied on and you didn't even have to th- you didn't have to drop a play you just looked at him you're like, and then a touchdown this is ridiculous yeah. does does odell to the packers make too much sense like am i just am i just looking at that and saying yeah you know that's that to me kind of seems like a drop it in kind of thing i don't know right like yeah, you know i feel like they were recruiting him hard when he was released by the browns and then he obviously chose the rams i don't know yeah. i don't know what odell does i don't imagine he goes there um interesting i mean we i would think he's gonna stay but i don't really know because they obviously just dealt away robert woods the titans and we could talk about that a little bit i love bobby trees we'll see how that i'm actually i think that could be a pretty cool fit because obviously they traded for julio jones last year and obviously julio played like one game (laughs) not not really he played more than that but he was so in and out of the lineup you could never get chemistry and you got a guy like robert Mm -hmm. woods who normally prior to this season didn't miss many games obviously tore his acl in like week five or something like that so an interesting trade but I don't know. I don't know what to do. You with got Allen Robinson. You got Allen Robinson to the Rams too. So yeah, that's yeah, the, yeah. So they got obviously Cooper Cup, Allen Robinson, and then does OBJ want to be three? You know, I don't think wheel? so. I don't know. That, that's why I'm saying, it, like knowing knowing Odell's you know ego and track record, he wants to be the guy. And honestly, he would have an opportunity in Green Bay to pretty much be the guy because you know, no slight on on Lazard or Valdez Scantling, but they're not. Neither of them are wide receiver ones. They're great, you know, role players. You know, a few targets here and there, but. They, they, that's the, that's the biggest need. Do they address that in the draft? I don't know. The Packers historically don't really like to, to address that in the draft. Just go draft another Jordan Love. See how that plays out, right? Yeah, this is fair. But let's end off this talk about the AFC West and yeah. let's rank the teams. And so I want to hear who, who do you have at the first? Who do you think finishes first in the division? Yeah, I mean, look. We obviously, we have the Chiefs, the Broncos, the Chargers, and the Raiders. I personally think the Chiefs will still finish one. I just think they're too talented. But yeah, it's the case for some other teams. Yeah, I'm gonna no. I'm I don't want to be boring. I could be boring and say the Chiefs. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna try to make a case for. I want to make a case for the Broncos, and here's why. Like, I, I just, I actually do think it's between the Chiefs or the Broncos. I am discounting the Chargers. I, I just don't know. Like, on paper, they're so good, and and they have, to me, heaping expectations. So, te- football teams that that you you know you look at them on on paper, and you're you're so excited for their season outlook. Uh, they don't always pan out. You know, it, it's historic. It, you know, it's it's always those those expectations. A lot of young guys, right? So. 
I, I don't, I really do like the proven nature of Russell Wilson. I like that. I like that defense. Like if you're going, going to, you know, play in mile high, it's, it's not going to, they're not going to ask Russell Wilson to, to, you know, be, be his miraculous, you know, 2014, 2015 self. They're asking him to go and, and, you know, pound the rock with, with Javante Williams, you know, a young, a young talent and just be a pretty much solid quarterback that, that keeps them in games. And I, and I think that's what they're going to do. I think the Broncos are going to win a lot of those close games that passed, you know, Drew Locke and, and whatever rotating quarterback carousel they had. Yeah, and, and and Teddy Two Gloves, those those types of quarterbacks couldn't close the deal. Like the Broncos were in several games. I, I don't have the statistics on me right now, but if you're telling me they get one of the most clutch quarterbacks, I mean, say you know, call it what you want. Russell Wilson is one of the most clutch quarterbacks in 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 a ready made situation to win. I I do like the Broncos. Well, maybe they don't win the division outright, or but they'll be there. That's what I'm saying. I think it's between the the Chiefs or Broncos. Uh, for the AFC West. No, I like it. Uh, if I'm going to do my rankings, this is what I'm going to do. And I'm, this might be a little bold. I'm going to go Chiefs, Broncos, Raiders, and I'm going to put the Chargers as last. Now, I know, and just like you said, I love the Chargers. I love their, I love Herbert. I love Austin Eckler, great first name. Love Mike Williams. But you're right. Sometimes these teams that put together all this talent, they just don't end up panning out too well. And I, I hope I'm wrong because I love watching the Chargers. I yeah. mean, they go for fourth and ones on their own 15-yard line. Like, they don't get – they don't care – but I just don't know. I just don't – I just feel like the Chargers are that team that gets their hopes up so high and then just always just absolutely gets crushed to earth. And so – and by being last in the division, well, that, that, you might be a hard time making the playoffs, but I still think they'll have a good record. But I don't know. I like the other teams a little bit more. But I, I mean, saying this now, I'm kind of talking myself out of it, because, but I'll put the Chargers last just as a bold prediction. I, I, th- I think – look, I, I can see – I don't know. I, I think that the Raiders are last because the Raiders t- talk about close games. The Raiders won a lot of close games to me last year that they didn't really shouldn't have won or they were, they did, they did catch lightning in a bottle at the end of the season. If you're asking for that, that sort of magic uh, to kind of duplicate itself. I don't know. Look, look, I mean, I, I'm just, I'm not a Derek Carr, Carr fan. I'm not sold on him. Right. I, I love him as a, as a guy, you know, as a, as a locker room presence, but I just don't think, when the lights shine the brightest, if he's going head to head in a duel with Patrick Mahomes, or even let's say Russell Wilson's lighting it up a little bit, because Russell Wilson's still alive for all that. I just don't think Derek Carr is in a position to succeed like he wants. And that Raiders defense, it it was good at times, it was also bad at times. And so I, I definitely think I definitely think the Raiders are probably the back of the pack. I think it was pretty easy for me to weed them out. Chargers are good on paper. Let's see how it let's see how it gels, right? Let, let's see how adding Khalil Mack, JC Jackson, let's see how those big defensive free agents pan out. Because it takes time, uh, believe it or not, guys. You know, everyone isn't just Tom Brady, drop him into the box and they win a Super Bowl, right? You know, it it takes time for for these teams to gel a little bit. So yeah, I guess I'm looking more so at I really like the Josh McDaniels higher. I don't know why. Maybe I just I, I don't know. I just really think it's a really good hire, very underrated one that I just don't think a lot of people are thinking about. I know we had a rough stint with the Broncos earlier on in his, in his career, and then he went to, yeah. to obviously under Bill Belichick for a while. I don't know. I think it's going to bring something to that Raiders team that gives them a little bit of pizzazz, and maybe they they jump up the rankings, or they stink, and they lose those close games that they won last year. But we'll move on from the AFC West. Our final topic before we get into the MLB. Matt Ryan was traded to the Colts. Now, obviously, we saw the Baker Mayfield kind of drama and, and whatnot, what was going on with him. We were obviously thinking, you know, 
Uh, we weren't sure what's what was where all the QB dominoes were going to fall. And once Deshaun Watson fell and the Falcons were starting to move on from Matt Ryan, gets traded to the, the Indianapolis Colts. And does this move the needle for you? Oddly enough, it, it kind of does because Matt Ryan, look, he didn't have a whole lot to work with last year. And I, I kind of felt bad for him. Well, look, I I, I kind of, you know, as a, as a Panthers fan, I can't root for Matt Ryan, right? He's a division rival. But now now I, I really do, I, I can step back and look at it, you know, from just an even point of view and say, is Matt Ryan going to take the, the Colts to where they need to go? Absolutely. Right. He's not the now he's not a mobile quarterback. Right. In the, this day and age, that's definitely a big box that he doesn't check, unfortunately. But he's he's obviously a proven winner. Uh, you know, don't talk about the Super Bowl collapse. But I mean, he's he's what Carson Wentz wasn't. Right. He's that steady type of quarterback that doesn't lose football games. I, I think I think this is a great addition uh, for the Colts. Yeah, I could go either way on this one. I could see the pros to Matt Ryan. He's a guy that's, you know, normally pretty conservative with the ball he'll get the ball where it needs to go but I still don't think this really moves the needle a whole lot for the Colts and I that's, don't necessarily I'm not saying this team's trash I think this team is a playoff team we're going to be very close to it but I'm just not too sold on it I just Matt Ryan does have a chip on his shoulder he does have things to prove maybe after you know that Super Bowl collapse he is an NFL MVP for all we're we're talking about but I, I think his mobility and not being able to extend plays will be a little bit tough for this Colts team. And I need them to get some more wide receivers. I love Michael Pittman Jr. I don't know if T.Y. Hilton is back or whatnot, but they really got to address the wide receiver room, maybe try to go out and sign a veteran or something. Like, I'm just not sold 100% on that wide receiver room. And while the, the they don't need to throw the ball, maybe some games, they'll just run it in the, into the ground with Jonathan Taylor. And so I love, I'll root for him, but I'm just not sold on Matt Ryan necessarily being, you know, that drop it in. All right, you win the division kind of thing. Cause I still do think the Titans are a very good, good kind of opponent. Now, obviously, they're going to be one and two, the Jags and the Texans. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's the thing. Like the, the margin for error, they've, they've got a, mar- a pretty decent margin for error because, you know, you are facing off with, with two divisional opponents that you would like to say should be guaranteed wins. Carson Wentz. I mean, if he, can, if he can beat them in Jacksonville, Matt Ryan will be crowned the savior. Yeah, Car- Carson Wentz didn't get the memo about uh, being clutch in Jacksonville, but I mean, really, realistically, it was funny how you how your counter argument to the Colts was, oh well, you know, they still have Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, they've got Jonathan Taylor, and you know what his his name was tossed in that MVP ring last year uh, for a good part because he was just carrying this team on their back. Their identity isn't isn't a, a you know a, a pass heavy air air raid offense. This is a ground and pound punch in the mouth kind of team. And I love their offensive line. Like their their offensive line is probably going to be able to mask Matt Ryan's inability to scramble and extend plays. Right. In in Atlanta, he had a pretty uh, up and down offensive line and he was getting put on his butt a lot of times. So they're not asking him to go, you know, win them a lot of games. At least I hope not. And and is he a premium over Carson Wentz? Answer yes. And can he be better than his than the other side of the division, Ryan Tannehill? Yes. Yeah, it's definitely not outside of the question. They could win the division, and I wouldn't be surprised. I think this team is going to rely a little too heavily on Jonathan Taylor than they should because they're, I think, a Jonathan Taylor injury away from being very, very bad. Well, but what do I know? Hey, look, the Carolina Panthers were a CMC injury away, and hey, I don't need to tell you how that story ends. So they ran him into, but, they ran him hey, into the game. For the record, I'm super excited for Matt Ryan as someone that grew up outside of Atlanta. I loved watching his career with the Falcons, kind of rooted for him, sort of. And so I was happy for him. I know was, he definitely didn't want to be in the Falcons during a rebuild. So props to him for giving the organization whatever 15-plus years of 
really good, solid quarterback play. Obviously, he did win an NFL MVP award, took him to the Super Bowl. There wasn't really much more Matt Ryan could do in Atlanta. So now he gets to go to the Colts and, you know, gets to be that Phillip Rivers kind of like QB that we saw two years ago. And he took him to the playoffs Mm -hmm. and had a run for their money in their first playoff game. So happy for Matt Ryan. But let's switch over. MLB, baby. We're going to the MLB. We're only, like I said, two weeks and a day away from the MLB opening day. And we're going to start with one of the biggest storylines that happened. We talked about it last week. Freddie Freeman. Signs with the Dodgers, and man, the rich mm-hmm. get richer. And Freddie Freeman got a bag, but it's not like he really. I, I don't think he did this for the money. It seemed like he just wanted to go home, as the Braves were offering him, I believe, the same amount of money. But what do we do here? Because the Dodgers, their lineup already was stacked, and now they get one of the best first basemen in the league. Uh, it, the Dodgers really annoy me a lot. They annoy me a lot because they're just so damn stacked on paper. They don't have any, like if you look at their hitting, you know, they, they don't have a weakness. They can hit any type of pitcher day or night. They just, they're, they're so damn stacked. And to see Freddie Freeman, I've already seen pictures of, of him in, in that Dodger blue. It doesn't look right. Right. There's, there's a lot of Braves fans out there that was in sleep seeing Freddie Freeman in, in, in that Dodger blue. So I'm just, it's one of those uncomfortable moves that it, it that's this is what annoys me a little bit about baseball, how, how there's a certain number of teams that just pay endless payrolls. And the Dodgers are one of those. They, they identify a key, a key person and they're just like, yeah, it doesn't matter what they want. We'll pay it. So that, that's what they do. They have endless money. Yeah, I don't really have any further to add. The rich really just get richer, and they're going to be – they're the MO, they're the World Series favorites for a reason. I didn't check to see if their odds changed. They were plus 600. Can't imagine yeah. it necessarily changed too much. They don't really put more than that on. I got plus 550 now to be exact, of course. Um, That's funny. Yeah, there's not much really more I can add. Freddie Freeman, obviously, I said I grew up outside of Atlanta, so I kind of you know have a soft spot for the Braves. And at least the Braves got a good replacement for him. But it's Freddie Freeman. The Braves fans are going to be sick and just sick when we say see Freddie Freeman come into into Atlanta with a Dodgers uniform on. That's just gonna mm, that's gonna be bad. But Freddie Freeman's great, and so obviously we'll be probably betting on the Dodgers a good amount. Although they're going to be, I am curious. Out of 162 games, I would bet the Dodgers are favored in 150 plus of them. Right? You think that's usually how it was? Like I remember last year. It, it was a really weird statistic. I think they were they. I'm not sure that they won or covered a single game that they weren't favored in. It was only like I want to say four or five. Don't quote me on that. It was it was a ridiculously low number. Um, but I mean, seeing the Dodgers at juiced uh, on a juiced run line at juiced odds, this is just what they are. That's why you know when you when you're betting baseball, you know, it's kind of talking gambling on this. The Dodgers never really have value to me. They're one of those teams that that they just look so juicy, and it's like that. I don't know. It's just like a a, a dessert, and you're just like you want to go up to the dessert bar, and you're looking at it, and then then you have regret on your way home because you ate too much of it. I I had regret every single time I picked the Dodgers because I'm like, I don't know why I did that. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I can totally understand. I'm looking at at team rankings right now. This does include the postseason. I don't know if they were maybe an underdog against the Giants, one of those games, but oh, I'm seeing. Yeah. I'm seeing three games, three games out of 171 or 72 that they played. Yeah. So, yeah, I imagine they're going to be favored in a good amount. I bet you if they aren't favored, we need to make it a, a mission to bet against them. So they're not favored. There's obviously a reason because this team is absolutely stacked out the wazoo. Yeah. But we'll talk about the Dodgers a little bit more next week when we cover the National League. Today, the rest of the episode, we're talking about the American League 
We're going to break down each of the divisions, kind of talk about each of the, you know, who we think is going to finish first, finish last, and maybe have a little bit about each team. And we're going to start in the AL East, and I need to get my prop out. Baltimore Orioles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, baby. Woo! Yeah. Man, he's, we are he, going to be – look, I'm a big O's guy. As the people he, that might not know, <laughs> uh, we're big We're big Ryan Mountcastle fans here. He's been on the podcast before. Um, I can link the podcast down below if you want to go listen to our talk with Ryan. And we'll see. As I said, I'm going to see the game on Thursday. So I'll be going to scout Ryan, see how he's looking, see how the form's looking. Um, and, man, I, I think they might finish first. Okay. Uh, you're making us lose all credibility by saying something like that. Uh, he's, he, you, you're, you have a straight face. Yeah. Um, look, okay. I, I gotta, I gotta come clean. The Orioles are going to finish last in this division. If they don't, Ryan deserves MVP. Okay. Now that's, that's more fair on that because and that's no, it, not biased. No, it's, it's not biased and it's, it's slightly realistic. I mean, we're obviously big Ryan Mountcastle homers, uh, no denying that one bit, but if you're, if you're looking at how the Orioles can possibly not finish last, it's going to be offense. They're going to have to score seven, eight runs a game (laughs) and it's going to have to be some Ryan Mountcastle home runs like straight up. They're, they're not getting hitting from the bottom half of their order. It's going to be the top half. It's going to be where Ryan is, you know, and it's yeah. Big yikes. To their pitching, though, which they, I mean, did they kind of address? I think they got Zach Davies uh, from the Cubs, I want to say. if Don't quote me on that. Um, but I think that, I think they did get him may, maybe a, addressing a little bit of the pitching. But their pitching is just far lacking in that division. So, I mean, if if what kind of what we're, we're doing division by division, let's talk about who, you know, finished first and who finishes last. You said blasphemous that the Orioles were going to finish first. But realistically... <laughs> This to me is screaming Blue Jays. Last, go watch last week's episode and and hear why the million reasons why I think the Blue Jays are going to win. But I mean, it's it's it really comes down to their hitting, and I think they finally have the pitching uh, what it takes. And the Orioles, I'm sorry, sorry boys, the, the pitching still has still is lacking behind. They're still not there yet. Yeah, they'll be there. They'll be there soon. They're just uh trust the process. Just the build around Ryan Mountcastle, and you'll be fine. But uh, you know, we talked about this last week and. You picked the Blue Jays. Obviously, I was all in on the Rays, so I'm going to have to support them here. Uh, the Rays just find ways to win games. Now, I love the Yankees as a Yankees fan. I don't have my, a Yankees pennant behind me, but I do normally root for them. I'd love to see the Yankees there, but the Yankees always just – they have a lot of talent, and then they just absolutely just don't show up to that talent. They're like 500 at the All-Star break, and they just stink. So I like the Rays to come back and win this one, but I think those top four teams are going to be uh, I don't, kind of battling back, back and forth. Yeah, I just don't think the Yankees have – you know, I don't think they have the pitching. Like, I'm, I'm going to be quite honest. I just, I, I just, just don't think that if you're relying on, if you're relying on Judge and Stan to to not be strikeouts every night, and you're relying on the pitching to be solid and hold down the floor, like they just don't have the winning blueprint. That that to me, like, if it's going to be, if if this this division's going to come down to two teams, I'm going to be honest. I think it's going to be Red Sox or Blue Jays. I am discounting your Rays a little bit, and I know everybody loves to sleep on the Tampa Bay Rays, and all they do is win. But I think Keep the Red Sox. Yeah, I, I okay, I know. I'll, we'll we'll play this back when the Rays are in the AL uh, CL CS. But I mean, realistically, the 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 Red Sox have the hitting, they have the pitching, they they have the blueprint to be there at the end of the day. Yeah, a little bit, you know. I have a few questions like, can can Evaldi uh, be good? Can he take the next step? There's the the Red Sox bullpen really though is the is the key because that that bullpen lost some 
a ridiculous amount of games. If you guys remember my trend last year, I'd always bet the Red Sox first five because after five, they were a guaranteed lose the lead kind of team. So <laughs> what you going to do there? Yeah, there's a lot of talent in this division. Obviously, the Red Sox just going out and trying to signing Trevor Story, which exactly. you didn't really talk I about. about that. The Red Sox yeah. got a lot of talent. Chris Sale, I think is the, his health is going to be vital. I don't necessarily know his health at the moment. I know he's injured. He's has he's injured at the moment per usual, but I like the Blue Jays call too, man. I saw Vlad Jr. losing some weight. I saw some picks of him, and he's he's looking good. So yeah, he is. I, I can uh, I can support both of those picks. We I think a lot of I, mean, I think we agree Orioles are going to be last. Unfortunately, I mean they're over under for wins is sixty two and a half, which I think is like ten fewer than every other team. And yes. I do think Brian Mountcastle has a good good sophomore campaign, and I'll be seeing him on Thursday, and we'll try to get him on the podcast within the next two weeks before the season starts. Maybe we can see if we can pull some, pull a couple awesome. of strings. That would, but be awesome. we've talked enough about this division. If you want to go hear us talk about the Rays and Blue Jays a little bit more, go listen to last week's podcast. But let's move on to the NL cent- or AL Central. Talking the White Sox, the Guardians, the Tigers, the Royals, and the Twins. And I want to hear your thought process on this one, and then uh, you can give me who you think is going to finish first and last. Mm-hmm. I, this is, I don't know, th- this is one of those divisions that, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not going to be tuning in to watch a lot of these divisional games because I, I don't really – you can't interest me in, in Tigers, Twins, or Royals baseball. Sorry, I just – I'm not a fan of any of those teams. So, but realistically, it's the White Sox. The, the White Sox have a lot of expectations. Come doing – you know, coming off of what they did last year, losing to the Astros was was disappointing in the fashion that it, that it kind of happened. They've got the pitching, right? That's a big box to check. And they definitely have the hitting. It's it's led by Tim Anderson. Tim Anderson, uh, you'll you'll definitely hear Logan talking about Tim Anderson because he's really the the engine that drives this team. And when he's hitting, the, the whole the whole lineup's hitting, and they're putting up runs at a, as a, at a crazy pace. So it starts with the White Sox, and this division ends with the Kansas City Royals. I think the the Royals are are due a bad year. I mean, just looking at their team, I mean, I'm I'm pulling it up. You know, this site's a little bit old, so. It's a projected lineup, you know, from Bleacher Report. But I mean, looking at the pitching, Coer, Lynch, Keller, Bubich, like, is it, are, are any of these pitchers the type of pitcher? To, to make, yeah, yeah. Everyone remembers when I was picking Chris Bubich just for his funny name last year. But I mean, it was. Is, is any of those pitchers uh, really, you know, pitchers that that you know inspire you yeah. that say this is going to lead us? And out of last place of the division. I mean, it's really to me, it's going to be between the Royals and the Twins, you know, in in last place. But I mean, they got Solaire, Yuli Gurriel. I mean, those those are some solid pickups, I guess, for the Royals. But look, I think the Tigers are going to be much improved. I I I always you know talked about how pitiful the Detroit Tigers have been. But you know what? This is a team. Yeah, question a little bit of question marks at pitching. But I mean, they got Javi Baez. They've got the defense. If they're going to win, they're going to win games, you know, two to one type ugly games. So the Tigers might surprise a few teams. Guardians, it's that same kind of pitching defensive MO. So that's that's the story. Yeah, the Tigers got rid of Urania too. So that's a massive W. <laughs> Trash can. <laughs> <laughs> but I agree with you 100%. White Sox should be, you know, the, the team that comes out of this and wins this division pretty easily. I mean, the projections for over, under, and win totals does show that the White Sox are the highest by, like, eight or nine wins in this in yeah. this division. If I, I like the Royals pick, but to be a little bit different, I'm not a big fan of the Twins roster. Um, I just don't – I don't love it. I, don't, I think you could make a case for, honestly, any of the bottom three teams, the Tigers, Royals, Twins, either of them to finish last. And while I like the Royals call, I just – the Twins haven't done a whole lot to address their offseason. I mean, they got Sonny Gray, but 
I've never been a big Sonny Gray fan. It always seems like, you know, Sonny Gray has this one good, like a no hitter. And then the rest of his games are absolutely trash. And then he's like, yeah, I threw a no hitter. Don't you remember that kind of thing? Yeah. It's like, dude, we need a little bit more consistency. Obviously they traded for Gary Sanchez. I'm not a big fan of him. And obviously they did sign Carlos Correa. So got to give him some credit there. They got him. Max Kepler, solid too. Miguel Sano is obviously a beast. Just not too sold on this roster. And I think they'll be do a little bit of regression. They did finished last in the division last year, but these three teams, I mean, White Sox had set or White Sox had 93 wins and the rest of the comp, the division had 80, 77 was the Tigers, Royal 74, and then the twin 73. Wouldn't be surprising. If we see kind of similar splits this year. Yeah. I mean, I, I do kind of like what the twins did a little bit though. Like those, those are some moves that, that are going to keep them, you know, at least their offense interesting, right? The, the twins are one of those, uh, didn't really address defense. Didn't really address pitching. They're gonna they're gonna have to win through through hitting. I mean, I I mean, I, yeah, I the hitting is great. I think they can put up runs. I just don't know if they can necessarily you know pitch their way out of games or into games and what it yeah. may be. So obviously, I, I think they got a ton of talent. I will maybe pick some overs for their games because I think they could put up. I mean, I remember them playing the Yankees and the final scores were like thirteen to eleven. It was just ridiculous. That's Neither true. team could pitch. You just take the over every time they played. So maybe we'll take some overs when the season comes on. And I guess as a reminder, some people do ask us, you know, what we're going to do for baseball season. We're going to have a daily video every single day, just complete side tangent, a daily video every day with our favorite picks, probably have player props, money lines, over unders, whatever yeah. it may be. Very similar to this format, like 10 minutes long. Um, but yeah, I'm going to pick the twins in this one. Just, just a gut call, but they could be very good. Right. They could be improved. They made some acquisitions. We'll just see if the acquisitions actually pan out. Yeah, look, I'm, we'll see what happens there. I'm interested. But you're right. We're not watching a lot of those games. Let's move on to the final division, the AL West. We got the Astros, the Angels, the Athletics, the Mariners, and the Rangers. I'm going to start this one off. I think pretty easily I, I lean towards the Astros to lead this division. I just think they're the most complete team. They have the best pitching. And I think they are. they really are the most complete team. I think the other four teams all have their question marks. And so – like everyone wants to say the Angels will be back because they'll have Mike Trout and Shohei Otani. Sure. Congrats. You got both those two guys. And I think they got Thor. They got Noah Syndergaard on the team too mm -hmm. now. But I'm just not sold on that roster. But if I had to pick a team that's going to finish in last, I'm going to pick the Mariners. And it's a total gut call. I just don't like their pitching that much. Now, I know they got Robbie Ray. What, what did he win? The Cy Young last year? I, I think Robbie Ray was a little bit in disguise in that Blue Jays offense. It was like, you know, Robbie Ray, if you go stink it up, we got Vladdy to carry your back, and I don't think he's got Vladdy on this Mariners roster. I just don't see the Mariners putting up a ton of runs. They weren't the greatest hitting team last year. I just don't see where the offense is coming from. So I know they got Jesse Winker and other guys in the offseason, but no, I think Robbie Ray's do a, a down year. I think we could see him maybe some – some. Uh, oh, man, I'm forgetting his name. But uh, I just – I'm not sold on this roster. That's not sold on the pitching staff. Logan Gilbert, a second-year guy, love the first name. But uh, yeah. he was not very good last year. Chris Flexen, I'm a, I'm a Chris Flexen homer. I like to pick his over in strikeouts, but it's not sold on him. I, I'm not sold on this Mariners roster. What's your thoughts? Okay. It's not a bold take to say the Astros should win this division. Astros offense last year, I got, I got really tired of saying it, but they were always – First in hits, first in runs, you know, first in walks drawn, and they, they, they first in not striking out. Like this team doesn't really have any weaknesses. The only reason they didn't win the World Series is because the Braves just really just came on at the right time and their pitching was better. So, I mean, hats off to the Braves. The Astros were right there, right there. They're, they're going to be right there again. So, enough about the Astros. I, I, I think, I think the the clear last place team in this division. 
is a team that's just been kind of losing players left and right. That's the athletics. I, I'm not, I'm not really, you know, sold. They, they just keep shipping out talent and and they're not really replacing it. I don't think they had a lot of talent to begin with. That's the thing. Like the, 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 the A's, the A's pitching was, it was always to me about middle of the pack, right? It was, it was, you know, a, good enough to keep them in games, but the, whenever the A's won, it was our, it, well, it was always like a walk-off home run. It was just something like stupid, stupidly unpredictable. So Take that away from losing all that talent. I think the A's are, are due a massive regression. I, I you know, I, I don't really I don't really like your your Mariners disrespect here because I, I think I think this team is going to be a sneaky pain in the Astros side because I mean they're gonna play the Astros a, a ton, you know, being in the division. But they got the pitching, right? That you know, you you mentioned you mentioned Robbie Ray and look, man, Grunt and Robbie Ray, if you've never watched him baseball, tune into a Robbie Ray game and you'll be like, what the heck is this? Because every time he throws a pitch, he tries to throw it as hard as humanly possible, I swear, and he grunts in the process of doing it. But, I mean, hitters did figure out Robbie Ray to the end of the season, right? I think he, he won he won the award because of how he kind of did his, his first half of the year was definitely better than his second half. So I really I, I think if Robbie Ray can channel some of his better moments with the Blue Jays, they'll be all right, but – uh, they've, they've definitely got the hitting to do it. I think, I think though, it's going to come down to Astros versus Mariners and maybe, maybe I am interested to see what the Rangers and all their off season signings, right. You know, I, 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 you could pull it up. It's a laundry list, but they, they made a lot of moves and they needed to, cause the Rangers were pitiful last year, but they're not yeah. scared to spend money. So they'll, they'll be interesting. And, and yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, Maybe I maybe I was a little bit hard on the Mariners, but I, maybe I just wanted to roast Robbie Ray for a little bit. But That's either great. way, I, I think <laughs> I mean the Mariners were one of the better teams at covering against the spread of the run line last year. They were a very good team at that, and, and we'll see. I mean, it remains to be seen how the Rangers will do. I mean, I, I'm going to root for the Angels, but I don't I don't know about that. And you're you're right. If I had to, you know, a team that just shipped away all their talent, going purely young, would be that Athletics call. So don't hate either of those picks. I think. All of them have a reason, and we're going to see. I mean, there's 162 games in the season, so there's going to be a lot of figuring out. I don't expect teams that start off super hot to end the season super hot. I mean, that's just how the the MLB goes. You know, it's a game of runs, and if you can get hot at the right time like the Braves did last year, you probably could win the World Series, just like we've seen in the past couple seasons. 162 games. Are you are you ready for the fatigue, for the burnout? Because, look – Baseball, baseball's not for the week, but we're gonna have so much fun in this channel. I can't wait for it. That you know, so close. Yeah, it's exciting. It's crazy. We got two weeks. You've been on a little bit of a layover for a little while, so you gotta, yeah, you gotta get ready true. for. Uh, I've been doing the daily NBA videos, but you are uh, you're gonna get back to the grind. Yeah, my my family's asking, what are you still on the channel? Like, does does Austin like? Did you and Austin have a falling out? Like anything? And I'm like, no, baseball's <laughs> just not in season. Don't worry, guys. You'll you'll see enough of my face. Uh, come April 7th. So. <laughs> it's going to be exciting. We're excited for MLB to be starting in almost two weeks to the day. Um, if someone is at the Orioles versus the uh, Red Sox game on Thursday, feel free to hit a brother up. I will be there in attendance. <laughs> You'll hear a guy cheering on Ryan every time he goes up to bat. You better be so Ryan loud. Home run, yeah, you better be so loud for Ryan. You better be obnoxious. Straight up. I, speaking of Ryan, I need to fix my bobblehead. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You that's do. a big yikes. If anyone doesn't know, I have a Ryan Malkus bobblehead. If you want to see it, go do the first MLB video of last season. And I had a bobblehead, and then I ended up breaking its bat, and then Ryan stunk throughout the rest of the season. And you know, I'll go get it for real quick. 
in the meantime, this is a perfect opportunity for if you're not a COS All Star, maybe we'll maybe we'll uh, we'll we'll ship some uh, autographed Ryan Mountcastle pictures. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> I, hey, we, don't we go love, the people. Yeah, we love Ryan so much on this channel. It's gonna get quite annoying uh, for for the homerism, but I mean, you better fix this thing, Bobblehead. Yeah. So I obviously I broke the bat a while back. Bat is still broken. I don't I don't know where that is. Oh, Actually, boy. it's over there, but. <laughs> His head has been removed from the ball. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my so god! This is going to be something that needs to be addressed. I did, you know, I did. It just it wasn't it wasn't in rage. It just you know I accidentally hit him on a table and he fell and this is what happened. Um, his arms uh, fell off too. The arms are back on. So we're 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 moving up in the world. Still do need to fix this. I did send a picture to Ryan and he said his neck hurt as that as soon as I sent it. So <laughs> it's a voodoo doll. Hey, it know, is. I need to get that fixed before the season starts. Probably should get it fixed now while he still can get into a, into form. But, Ryan, yeah. I'll see you on Thursday. I appreciate everyone for tuning into the weekly podcast. Do you have anything else you want to share with the people before we get out of here? No. I'm excited. Yeah, I appreciate you guys all for being the, all the COS All-Stars out there. This is a weekly podcast at 10 a.m. Eastern Time every Wednesday. we got our weekly live stream tonight, which is March 23rd, a Wednesday, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Definitely come show out to it. We would appreciate it. Click that like button if you listened all the way this far. And if you want to, if you want to answer in the comments who you got winning the World Series, we'd appreciate your guys' look. If you pick the Dodgers, you're getting blocked. Not really. But we appreciate you guys for tuning in to the live stream or to the weekly podcast. We'll be back again next week. Drop your questions down below. Let's have a great one. We'll catch you guys later. Peace.